What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the No Regrets Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Morton, and I'm joined by my beautiful wife, my bride of almost 40 years. Yes. And this is a... That's Carla who said yes, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. And this is sort of a... We're going to do something sort of special, is we just said almost 40 years. October 1st will be our 40th wedding anniversary. Um, which is, can I just say one thing before we just jump into this? What? Well, I realize depending on your age and you're listening to this, some of you, it sounds like we should be dead. I mean, truly when you hear that number and I want to make the disclaimer to say we're not dead. Well, one, (laughs) we're not dead Two, If, if I was 25 and I was listening to this, I would think maybe if somebody said 40 years, I would be like, wow, you are old, right? I think I would. But what is interesting, and I know it's hard to get when when you are 20-something, 30-something, is you don't feel that way. You, I don't. Why are you looking at me like that? You, don't, oh, you mean you don't feel? I mean, I don't feel like we'd be, I don't feel like we should have been married 40 years. No, I don't feel like what 40 years of marriage should make you feel like yeah, if that makes I guess. sense at all. Yeah, okay. All right, okay, so I just me, did well, that little disclaimer. Okay, so we're, anyway, we're at her disclaimer. Sorry. Uh, and so what we thought we would do is we celebrate 40 years is for the next two episodes, we're going to have special guest interviews, and it just so happens that we're going to interview each other. We're and the special so, guests. Yeah, we're the special guests. So this week, I am the special guest. Uh, Carla is going to interview me. I have no idea what questions she's going to ask me. So you will hear them when I hear them. Unless Uh, we have to cut this whole thing. Yeah. And hopefully we won't. (laughs) And I guess, you know, going back to what she just said, that 40 years seems long. It isn't really that long when you think about Carla. We only need to go 52 more years of marriage to break the record that the longest recorded marriage, and we're leaving obviously scripture out of it, things in the Bible, all those people that lived hundreds of years, but the longest recorded marriage was 91 years. Well, what were they, 10? So that means we have to go 51 more years just to match them. Okay, I'm, I don't know. If we but get to 92 years of marriage, well, okay, we're gonna, I we're will say we're old. Yeah, okay, we will say we're old then. Okay, all right, are you ready? I guess I have no idea what to expect, but okay. I'm ready. All right. Thank you for joining me today, Johnny. Um, I it's am, my pleasure. Yeah. I'm going to ask you. Is there a parting you, gift? Yeah, there's a parting gift. Okay. I'm going to ask you questions, and you can't just take too long because we're obviously on air, and so you just got to go with what you think when I ask you these questions. That okay? could be scary, could be scary if scary. I just okay. speak my mind. I know. All right. Number one. What has, when you think about it as quickly as you can in totality, 40 years, what has surprised you overall the most about this 40 years of marriage? Ooh. Maybe the, man, if I look over 40 years, I don't know, I never expected marriage to be as challenging as it's been. But then sort of on the hindsight of that, I never knew how good it could be. Mm, okay. That, you know, we face some incredible things. Some of them 
God brought into our lives, you know, two children with heart problems, losing Zach, our oldest son, after successful heart surgery when he was 18. Those were never imagined would go through that. But then others were self-inflicted, as we've often talked about. Just we weren't prepared. We handled things wrong. And, you know, in, in, in the really incredible hard things that we went through, to see where God's brought us, that is that's a, a beautiful thing, <laughs> so to speak. Okay. All right. Um, question number two. What is maybe one regret that you wish you could change? And I do, I am well aware that the name of our ministry is No Regrets. And as we've shared that's, a little that's bit. That's the goal. Yeah, that's the goal is that we don't have to live with those. But you and I know that's part of what drove us to start the ministry and to do what we're doing. But um, if you think about that, is there one Maybe at least one thing that you can think of. I can. Okay. Uh, I can't remember if we said this before or we just talked about this. My biggest regret is that it took me so long to learn how to love you well. Mm. That, and a lot of that was my own selfishness. A lot of that was just not understanding you and how you needed to be loved. But it just, you know, it took me... I'd say it took me 25 years to figure that out. I wow. wish I'd done that earlier. Okay. And there there might be follow-up questions off that because that was that's a great answer and kind of maybe as to how oh, you— Oh, thank you. You're going to judge my yeah, answers? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not judging. <laughs> the interviewer does not get to judge the interviewee's answers. Okay, so no, but I think there might be some follow-ups, you know, off of that. But I want to stick to getting to my question. So, okay. Okay. All right, number three is if what are one or two memories that stand out that through the years that are just really special, like maybe with us, special times, special events, just something when you think about it and you're thinking about something really positive, what is okay, one or just about you and me, not, yes. not, 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 kids. not the children, not the family, just us. Do we have we have some of those? <laughs> yes, I'm sure we do. Um, probably one of the biggies is I think about you know I think we may have told this story somewhere back along the line about our engagement and I did not do that very well at all. I think we we're in the middle of a fight and I sort of we weren't forging through our conflict. No, we were yet. not. We were not. And, uh, and I think I sort of threw the, tossed the ring to you. Yes. And, and that was not, you know, people do all these elaborate things today and I didn't do that. And so I do think one of my favorite memories was, I guess a couple of years ago when, uh, where were we in Idaho or Utah? We were, I don't remember, but it was in a snowy place. And I think we have told this, I think but we, yeah. yeah, we were in, well, you know, you asked, I can't help it. That's no, I'm sorry. Answer. I'm glad it's a good one. When we were in Idaho for our winter sabbatical and, you know, I'd really thought, and I really did this time. I thought it took me about two years to find the good time to do it, uh, to do it right, so to speak. So that was really, really fun. So what did you do? 
So I, I re I re asked you. You re, so re asked me, right? We redid the proposal. You redid the proposal. Tried to do it right. It was about thirty eight years late, but I tried to do it right. Okay, so that's a, that's a sweet memory that stands out. That's, Anything else that you can think of? No, I, I think some of the things, and it does have to do with the kids, but I just think the. You know, obviously, the hardest thing we ever went through was losing Zach, and yeah. Some of those times when we just clung to each other and times that we just, you know, it was me holding you or you holding me and one of us was just weeping. weeping. And, you know, I think other times things that God's brought into our life, they're just really hard. They just really broke us and we were in this deep grief, and yet we had each other to, to lean on and to hold each other. Okay. Um, all right. What is one thing that you would say that God has shown you a truth or taught you something spiritually through our marriage? Biggest thing is just how incredibly selfish I was. Wow. And just that the whole concept of dying to self. That, you know, you if you go back in my younger years, there was probably an arrogance and cockiness about me. I'm going to have to give an and, yes on, <laughs> yes that, on that. And some of it was deflection and, you know, for, you know, not being really that way but you projected yourself that way but deep inside there it was so much about me and, and that whole thing that you know Jesus taught us about dying to self uh, marriage is probably the thing that combination of being a husband being a dad taught me more about that truth than anything outside of that Okay. Yeah, it is. Um, it is a place that we just everything gets exposed for sure. What about um, what season would you say we are in now? Some of you may have listened to previous podcasts that we talked about the seasons of marriage. So yeah, we, we talked about seasons of marriage. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, we encourage you to. And we talk about them, not like you know, starting in middle and the end. Yeah. Like, I guess you could say we're in the fall or winter if you want to look at it that way. But know that really we, you sort of rotate through the seasons. And this is related to the weather. Yeah. Those kind and of seasons. And that, you know, the two best seasons just being, I think, spring and summer and fall can be sort of that season of warning. And winter, we haven't been in a winter in a long time. And so that's, that's really encouraging. Um, so where are we right now? Yeah, where would you say we are? Ooh, we're in a, you know, I could go between spring or summer. I think we're in the summer. Okay. We're in a summering, summering. sort of like a summer to spring. Okay. You know, there are there's a lot of, because of where we are in our ministry, a lot of new things, a lot of, you know, for you, I know scary things, I think, because you like things settled and you like to know exactly what's going to happen. And we're in a time right now where we don't really know exactly what God's going to do in direction. There's so many different things. As we talk about it, there's so many different irons in the fire, so to speak, right now. And that sort of goes along with our 
iron sharpening iron and being forged. Um, but I think we're really, I guess, enjoying the really building a strong foundation that we did. Okay. And really just enjoying some of the sweetest times of our marriage. What is, um, okay, that's great. Yeah, I, I would, I would probably again, concur. Evaluation I, again, of sorry. My all right. That I probably would concur with that. What is an area that you would like to see us grow in or change in? Ooh, yeah. I mean, 40 years, you think you ought to be done by now, right? Um, yeah. While you're thinking for one split second, I'll tell the funny thing. We may have said this before. I think it was about a year or so ago. We were out west doing a marriage conference for the weekend, and there was a gentleman that was there, and his wife could not be there that weekend. She had a conflict, but he he came. They'd been married sixty years. Yeah, they'd married young, so they were still, you know. But we we got so tickled, and we're like, sixty years. Don't you need to teach the conference? And he laughed, and he said, "Oh man, you're always learning. You can always get new stuff." Yeah, my bet. I guess the area, and I guess this is more me than you. So for us, but I guess it's. I'm asking you the question, I know. sir. It's, okay. I am. You know, it's taken me 40 years to really learn how to listen well to you. Oh, you probably want to do your own podcast on that, don't you? You think you've gotten that down so well. No, ah. no it's still an area that I struggle with. And, you know, some of it's because of, you know, my ADD and, you know, I, my mind tends to wander sometimes. But, you know, that's been a that's been a, a, a long struggle in listening well to you. And I think I'm doing that better. Yes, I would say you are better, for yeah, sure. But that's an area I want to continue to grow in. Okay. All right. Well, um, what is one thing, if you had to just say one thing, I think we recently asked a couple that we were interviewing, we were interviewing on the podcast. I'm not certain if that one's dropped yet or not. But um, what is one thing that you wish that maybe we'd have gotten 20 years in instead of, you know. Just one thing. Well, I know there's probably more than one, but, you know, if you wow. had to think, man, if there was one concept, one truth, one principle about marriage, that if we'd have understood it, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, I, I think the big one, and this is why, shameless plug here for upcoming uh, conference in California that we're doing with Grace Church, San Diego. If you happen to live in that Yeah, vicinity. if you live out there, we hope you come and see us. Um, you know, and that is the idea of team. The conference we're doing is talking about, you know, forging a team going from you and me to we. And I think we spent... Catchy, isn't it? My guess is we spent probably 25 years. Hey, we were married and, you know, we were growing in our faith and everything else, but we did a lot of that as sort of two individuals. We were married, but it was very much a you and me and not we. Yeah. And, and I wish we'd learned from the beginning uh, to work as a team. I mean, a lot of it, I think that we were, I think me being competitive, there was sort of competition we had. And that's why I love going back to something our, our niece Hannah said that, 
you know, learning early on that anytime we look at it as a competition between each other, we've already lost. Yeah. That it's not that we're on the same team together and we sort of operated a lot independently. I would concur with that also. All right. Is that your word for the day? Concur? Did I say that before? You did. Oh. You can just agree. Okay. I'll agree now. I'll agree. Um, all right. So I think those are my, my questions based on the, you know, I could ask you probably 25, but trying okay, to think well, about got some time. What about follow up? Your follow up. You said you had oh, some other follow up. Oh, questions. I can ask a follow up. Okay. You said. All right. You said. Unless that you we, have more. Do you have more questions? No, that that, those were my questions. For? Um, one of the things you said was that you feel like selfishness, that that's one of the things God taught you. The taught mo- me selfishness? No, I no, had no, that no, down I on my own. Taught you. Yeah, I was really a, good at that. About the selfishness. And I was going to say, you feel like as that changed and God showed you that, okay, how would you say in some practical ways that the marriage Obviously, the marriage showed you some of that, right? Yeah. I think it just sort of revealed how selfish I was. Okay. So now you see it, and maybe your wife's even saying it to you, right? Um, And as many times we are in a relationship, we're sort of calling out the other person's issues, flaws, stumbling blocks. Yeah, maybe not so much in so many words. I think often it's expressed in what they say their needs are. Yes, what they're not getting. And then they're kind of highlighting maybe what's going on with the person because they're not getting it. What would you say God began to do or what were some ways that you saw that begin to change or why did you change? I mean, what made you on a given day, a given time say, you know what, I really want to do X, but that is One of the biggest things... I think a lot of it was this understanding at some point the light clicked on that and, and and knowing that, you know, a lot of times we can sit there and, you know, I was in ministry and I was quote doing things and living for God. And, and yet if it didn't really matter what I did, maybe sort of the first Corinthians 13 passage, I could, you know, work with 20 million different youth and teenagers and pour my life into them. But if I didn't really love my wife well, a lot of that didn't matter. Yeah. And my selfishness kept me from loving you the way you need to be loved. And, you know, part of that is almost where we talked about earlier, the idea of even listening. Because so much of that, I mean, that just takes time. And, you know, and there are times that, you know, you would start talking and I know you have that need to, uh, that's your way of wrestling with things and processing is talking to it. and Talking to it. (laughs) Talking through it. Through it and to to it it probably. To it is me. Yeah, you're the it. Is is doing that. And uh, for a lot of years, you know, I didn't want to listen. I was just real selfish about my time with that. I'd rather be watching the ball game. I'd rather be doing anything than listening to you process. Mm. And I think one of the best things in our, you know, in the last 15 years of marriage is God has slowly transformed me. And, you know, it's, it's twofold. One, hey, I want to love you. But even more than that is, 
You know, I want to love God well. And one of the ways I can do that is to love you well. And that's one of the needs you have is for me to listen to you and, and literally just to put everything down and stop. And, you know, we've come up with our own ways of doing that, you know, and I know it sounds crazy, but, you know, even just something simple as you saying, hey, can you just, can I just have 20 minutes, 30 minutes? And can I just sort of talk through these with you? And, and, and God changing my heart that I don't see that as a, you know, an interruption or a bother, but that I want to do it. You know, isn't it interesting that in so many areas that each and every one of us struggle in and that the relationship of marriage, so many times the rub is there. We see it, we feel it, and there is this deception, which is part of our our flesh and then part of Satan not wanting us to get this, is that if I give this up, if I stop doing what I want, what makes me, what I think makes me feel happy, feel good, feel fulfilled, then I'm, you know, somehow I'm going to be shortchanged. And the truth of the matter is, really, we end up having so much more than we ever bargained for. We get so much more out of it. Like, would you have believed if somebody had told you 25 years ago that you could ever get to a place that there was richness and enjoyment no, no. in us. You know, considering some of the places we had been, no, I don't know that I would have thought would be where we are now. And, you know, as you're saying that, and we'll wrap this special interview up here. Oh, with you. You know, when I think about so many of the things that I did wrong in our marriage, we're probably wrapped up in one of two things. One, my own selfishness, and second, fear. Mm. Fear, fear of you. Fear of the That's scary. The, Why are you saying that? Fear of that? the tongue lashing. Uh, fear yeah. of disappointing you. Fear of failure, which we've talked about that before in some of our podcasts. But those two things drove so much of my negative behaviors. Mm-hmm. And as God revealed that to me and freed me from, you know, and still refining me from that selfishness, but really freed me from that fear. And, and being able to be open and vulnerable with you. And that was, I think those have been hugely transformative in both me and I think in our marriage. Well, I appreciate your um, being so real. Your can- and My candor. Your candor. And you came off of your answers pretty quick with truly not knowing what I was going to ask. And, you know, maybe if you're listening and any of this has resonated with you or you're thinking, man, I, I want to know more about what Johnny's talking about. You know, I want to get that. I got some things that I wish were different, but I don't know how to get there. Then reach out. Please send us a comment, a question through the website. And we would, Johnny, Johnny would love to respond to you. <laughs> I would be happy to. And as we do, as we uh, sort of finish part one of our 40-year celebration, and if you're listening to this, you know, and one, we just want to say thank you. Um, But also, you could really help us out. Uh, Whatever platform you listen to this podcast, whether it be Apple or Spotify or Google or any of the other platforms, I think on most of them, you can leave ratings for podcasts. It would really help us if you would do that. 
and would also really help us and help our ministry as, as we try to reach more people if you would subscribe. And because the more subscribers we have to our podcast, it just allows us to reach even more people outside of that and more people be picking it up. So, hey, thank you for coming along this journey with us. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us. And man, our encouragement to you as we always try to end our podcast is that you would just keep on forging.